Okay, five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Okay, well, we got some below zero this morning, which brings up ice fishing. So let's get over and check the news. Here's a little feature. Oh, what's going on? Didn't realize you guys were coming today. I was just doing some laundry. Should we do a tour of the crib? Well, this is it. Welcome to the old humble abode, the bush ice shanty. Uh, careful, don't fall in a hole. I got a line down. Over here, we got the custom bush light neon sign. There are holes in the bottom. I saw the holes. Uh, that's the first key in ice fishing shanties. You need holes in the floor because you got to have a hole in the ice because you got to have fishing down through the ice. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about ice fishing, and it gives me chills to my bone just to even mention the words because my dad used to drag us out onto the ice for hours at a time sitting next to a little hole in the ice i remember when he got a hand auger when we first started he used to use an ice bar and just chop holes in the ice uh, then he got this nifty ice auger that you go around he didn't ever have the motorized one um but it it, it was it was so cold. And then he figured out a way to take our our little pup tent, camping tent, one of those little square tents, and he made a base for it out of plywood with some skids on it. And the, and he used the, the snowmobile to drag it out on the ice. And that was duck soup. I mean, that was, that was. Now you can go to Fleet Farm and get the same thing <clears throat> already built for you. So my dad was ahead of his time inventing stuff all the time. Custom anyway. drapes, custom pillows, tablecloth. And that brings me to my favorite part of the entire ice shanty, the fridge. This thing's always stocked. I don't know what happens. I take a beer out and then one magically appears. I'm pretty sure that that's a magic fridge. Speaking of magic, back here, this is where the magic happens. You plop yourself down right here. Ah, Nap City. <gasps> Was that the rattle? Don't f with me like that. So that's the inside. Naps, beer, gigantic fish. What else more could you want in an ice shanty? Come on, let's go look outside. You know, sometimes when it's not working the shanty, you gotta come out here, enjoy nature. Anyway, luckily, Wisconsin isn't identified in this. It's actually over on Millilax, uh, over by Brainerd. Uh, and of course, we did a lot of work with the in fishermen up there in Brainerd, and uh, but I, they never dragged me out onto the ice for the ice fishing. Thank heaven. So let's get over to the rest of the news. Oh, and there's a so there's a contest, and you can snap your picture uh, with Bush Ice Shanty. There's a collectible series of Bush Ice Shanty fishing cans, uh, ice fishing. Cans of bush, bud, or bush, bud, bush. Uh, it's got electricity. It's got heat. It's You can rent it right now if you want from the Red Door Resort on Millilax up in Minnesota. Anyway, have a great day on that one. <laughs> okay, this was an interesting article by Dirk Swisher, and he's at a printer out in California, and he makes the point that consumers are more than happy to give away their privacy and give away their data. And this is the line that keeps getting used. 78% of consumers say they would be more likely to purchase 
from a retailer if provided with offers targeted to their interests, wants, and needs. As opposed to what? <laughs> I'm surprised it's only 78%. Why isn't it 100%? I'm 100% more likely to buy something that interests me than not. How's that go? Right? Does that make any sense? You know, let's see. What would I not ever be interested in buying? I don't know. Nail polish remover. Unless my wife sent me to the store for it. But let's say for my own personal use. Okay, so I'm not going to buy that. If you send me a coupon for it, I don't care. Now, you send me a coupon for the hardware store, I might care. But the point is, is that, of course, this is true. This is pointlessly true. It's a tautological truth that I'm more likely to buy something I'm interested in than not. But that doesn't mean you can guess what I'm going to be interested in next. That is not follow. And that's where everybody goes with it. Since people are more likely to buy something that they're interested in, if we could guess what they're going to be interested in, they might be more likely to buy. Yeah, maybe, but that's a big leap. That's a huge, huge epistemological leap, right? So, and and they would trade, 45% would trade some privacy for incentives tailored to their individual shopping habits. But what are the chances of that? Almost nil, right? They don't mind if we track their smartphone, but the truth is they're tracking us and not giving us tailored offers because it's not that easy to do, right? Not only that, but there's a downside risk, as I pointed out yesterday. If you tell me something that you are sure I'm interested in, and I'm not, which is highly likely, most likely, all the statistics would say, name name something. Here, let's say hi to the world. Uh, anybody out there listening, name something that I'm interested in sailing videos right but that doesn't mean i'm gonna buy a sailboat i've had plenty of sailboats i'm never gonna buy another one i don't want to take care of it okay so then the leap goes even even further to that all this data collecting is critical to the world of print because print is relying more heavily on data gathered through digital channels by sharing the same centralized marketing database you know, I wish some of these people had actually tried to model. As a 25, 30-year-old year veteran of, of machine learning, I can tell you that 90%, 99% of the data is not actionable. It does not predict. It does not work in the real world. Tea time, eh? Is that tea for golf? T-E-E? -E? Hey, Keith, good to see you on. Print still works. Targeting your customers with items they want is smart marketing and impossible. Okay? Make what you got more, more marketable. Ask the customer what they want. Tell them that you'll help them. There's a lot of marketing approaches, but this isn't one. Okay, now, a marketer's guide for evaluating and launching direct mail. Three-quarters of a U.S. adults say they tune out digital ads. Why? Because they're not tailored to their needs. No, it's not. It's because they just, because the chances are so small, you might as well not pay attention. Advertising costs, I, I saw an article, I didn't do it today, that, that ad, 
ad spending is up 22%, but ad costs in April were up 29%, 89%. They were up over 200%, which means if you increase your ad budget 22% from last year, you're going to buy about half the ads that you got last year. So go get digital ads. Direct mail volume in the U.S. has dropped almost half in the last 15 years. That is a true statement. The peak was in 2008, and it's been downhill ever since. For all the people who think direct mail has got it figured out, uh, it means the mailbox is empty. Mine is. I go to the office mailbox, and, you know, I, I tried to show you this yesterday from American Express. I don't know if it, it didn't seem to work. Let me see, Cam. But it has this nice pattern, and it seems to be working right now. So that's why I didn't throw it out. Have I opened it? No, because I don't like American Express, no matter what they do. I don't like AT&T. There's a couple of things people I don't like. <laughs> and, uh, hey, there's a bot that just cruised in on my on my feed on YouTube. Right, look, T uh, Keith, am I on in LinkedIn? Are you watching in LinkedIn? Because if they are, it's amazing. Because they put me in the penalty box this morning. <clears throat> I, was, I was sending out too many messages about WDMA, which reminds me. WDMA next Tuesday, 2 p.m. You got to go over there and get the link, the Zoom link, because it's not going to be just broadcast to the wind like this. Okay, so here's a really interesting article anyway. and it, So he, now he's getting to the point, Dirk is getting to the point of, uh, direct mail has struggled. There's lots of reasons not to use direct mail, but there's things you can do like reverse IP append. I was on a long session yesterday, no, the day before, and they claimed that they could take a mailing list and, and figure out, after you mailed it, they could figure out who you were and then retarget you with mail after you visited the website and i'm pretty sure that doesn't work very well but a lot of people are claiming it the, the big trouble here is that i'm on a cell phone you know so i might get your offer i might use my qr code scanner which takes me to the website but on a different ip than i use at home because i might be out riding around uh Get a different IP every time we change towers on 4G and 5G, right? That's what Paul Lawson told me yesterday. <clears throat> so you don't know, just because you have my address doesn't mean you have my IP. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work backwards. Plus, uh, most of those services that do the IP append, I mean, you're lucky. If you get 100,000 visitors, you're lucky to get a couple, a handful, three to 5,000 mailing pieces it's not an efficient way to do it and so paul and i talked about this and i said well what what about small you know small towns he said well everybody might have the same basic ip address in a small town he said an apartment building you know oftentimes as part of your lease you have to <clears throat> you have to buy your your uh wi-fi through them and so all of the people will have the same IP. If you work at a business and you and you respond to a, uh, something there, everybody has the same IP. Uh, so it just doesn't work. It, you don't. You can't. Anyway, AI predictive modeling are now being applied. You know, I love this. Are now being applied. You know, when I started doing AI and predictive modeling in mail, nineteen. 
95. That's a while ago. You know, and we've been doing it up till now. So all the way through, making improvements. But all of a sudden, you know, the truth is that's one of the few places that it works. It works in mail because you have high enough engagement. We can tell that we we got engagement from everybody we mailed to. Not everybody bought. They're not all interested. Some of them already have whatever it is we're selling. But we know that there was engagement. That piece of of information about who engaged and didn't buy is what makes machine learning work in mail. Doesn't work in digital. Just doesn't work. You know, and all the lookalike modeling and all the rest of it, that basically doesn't work either. Anyway, direct mail is most effective with credit card companies, according to Dirk. Uh, and local businesses mailing to somebody who just moved into town and sending swag to their top 100 client prospects if in B2B. Well, there's a lot more applications than this. There's just there's thousands of applications. Um, so this kind of wandered around. I like them that they mentioned testing, but then they descended into take direct mail takes time to test. It does, but it has high engagement. And um, so there's a lot of platitudes in here. Uh, it'll be up on WDMA.org. You can go over there, register for the for the uh, meetup on next Tuesday. We're going to have Scott Egenhouse on there, and he's going to talk to us about how he helps little mailers and big mailers with their data hygiene and with their postal compliance and all that. So... Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. If you want to, if you want to, uh, for sure, get announcements. LinkedIn's getting more and more broken, in my opinion. Uh, if you post a silly, uh, a silly survey, you'll get thousand, a thousand or better views. But if you give real content, you'll get 20. So consider going over to LinkedIn, to uh, YouTube, and subscribing. And let's see you on the session next week have a great week as you know i've been fighting this stuff uh, that everybody seems to be catching but i'm on the road to recovery so if i talk a little slow today just play it at double speed have a great day bye <laughs>